Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. You know, Vince, I think it's time we went abroad. Again? Again. But this time we're going abroad to... One of our most listened to international countries. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> yeah, and they did not win country of the year, but it's it's not too late to They made make it a close. Yeah. yeah. We actually we haven't released any of those numbers. We're over halfway through the year. Actually, three quarters of the way. Yeah, through. we're almost to the finish line. Wow, it's yeah. time to it's time to unleash those. Yeah, and we'll just say where we're going. We are going to Germany. The Germans. <laughs> I don't know how to say hello. How do you say hello in German? Danke. Uh, hello. Hello. I think it's hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Yes, we're going to Germany and we're drinking a beer. I believe this is how you pronounce it called Schafferhofer. Schafferhofer. Vince, where did we get this beer? <laughs> so this beer, if it can be called a beer, which I believe to be a generous <laughs> use of the definition, yeah. came to us as a generous donation from our First inaugural fan of the year, Carl Anthony Papa. And if legend serves me right, he discovered this drinking at Epcot in Orlando, Florida. He did. Little background on uh, the fan of the year for a beer (laughs) podcast. He doesn't really like beer all that much, which makes his fan of the year win all the more impressive. Yes, he's dedicated. Uh, So when he came to me and said... I actually really liked this beer. I feared the worst. We'll have to drink it. I could be wrong, but Tom, if you'd like to to give us some of the description and some of the baseline statistics, I think you guys will all start to see what I'm talking about. I would love to because when you think German beer, I promise you this is not what you think. So this is uh, specifically Schafferhofer Grapefruits, the world's first uh, Hefeweizen grapefruit beer. We'll get into what a Hefeweizen is later. But this is from a, uh, a place called Binding Brewery out in Frankfurt, Germany. And for those who don't know the German landscape, Frankfurt is on the southwest side of the country near Luxembourg. This is 2.5% alcohol, Vince. This, this is barely scratching the surface of a beer. How did it get there? How did we get to 2.5, Tom? <laughs> yeah, well, it's if you've ever had a, a Stiegel Rattler before, <laughs> yes. uh, I am, this is pretty similar to that. It's literally what it says in the description. A Rattler beer served with uh, Hefeweizen and grapefruits. It's going to pour in a cloudy orange hue. Uh, it says subtle grapefruit. Uh, personally, I don't think grapefruit's subtle at all. So. I also don't know how you can say <laughs> yeah. 50% of it's grapefruit juice and then call it right. subtle. All I can tell you is anytime I see someone ordering a Stiegel Rattler, the bartender immediately pours gin or vodka into it, assuming yes, that they a, want more alcohol. A vodka Rattler, yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is, but let's talk a little bit more about um, Hefeweizen and Binding Brewery, if you got that pulled up. I I do, but I I can't wait any longer. I have to crack this. Okay. I I have to see what Karl Papa loved so much. Okay. How do you say cheers in German? (laughs) I feel like I should know that, right? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> it's not. I feel it's one that we know. Prost. It's Prost. Prost. Okay. Prost. <laughs> Prost. Prost, Tom. Oh, God, man. The smell is, I'm gonna isn't hate appealing. It. I'm going to hate it so much. 
Oh my god. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> not oh, not good. God, Carl. This is like <laughs> this is pure sugar. <laughs> Let me start by saying I don't love grapefruit as a flavor. Nor do I. At all. It's an incredibly bitter fruit, and I don't mean in the emotional sense. And somehow this is incredibly <laughs> sugary. Yeah. Which is, oh boy. Well, let's talk about what a Hefeweizen should be. Yeah. Uh, type of Weiss beer, German for white beer. We've talked a little about, bit about that with wit beer. It translates in German to yeast wheat. So we're talking about over 50% wheat. Uh, Bice beers characterized by a strong presence of banana and clove, even vanilla or bubblegum in the aroma and flavor. That makes it make a little more sense as to why it's half grapefruit juice, but still, it's a pretty popular one as far as they go. I've definitely had a a Hefeweizen over like a classic German beer garden, you know, going across there. If I could just stop you for one second... um... This kind of tastes like a seltzer. I just took another sip. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I doubt that that's what they were going for. And specifically, you know, it mentions here that Schopperhofer's grapefruit, it's a 50-50 blend of their Hefeweizen and grapefruit. So it almost is like they just like diluted what should be good beer with grapefruit juice. It feels like Schopperhofer was maybe like... a. Indulge me for a second. Yeah, right? I'll he's indulge. The, he's the hot 24-year-old teacher that all of the moms are just in for, right? And they invite him over for a book club. Oh, my gosh. He's an English teacher, by the way. Oh, my gosh. It would be so great if you could lend us some of your knowledge and impart some wisdom on the book we're reading, which is trash. Everyone knows it. He accepts. He goes over, and he decides, hmm, I'm not going to have straight beer tonight because these ladies won't drink it. I'm going to get a little creative. And he started dumping grapefruit juice into a beautiful Hefeweizen until you could not recognize the Hefeweizen anymore. And he distributed this to all of these lonely, bored German housewives who have had it up to here with their snot-nosed kids. And they all said, oh my God, this is amazing. You should sell it. And then he fucking did. And now Karl Papa went to... Epcot, where they're supposed to drink around the world, drank this and said, Tom and Vince should review this. And that's what led us to here. I can't <laughs> prove any of that, but that's what it feels like. All right. Let's, let's, I want to build on that for a second. You mentioned Epcot, a Disney-owned theme park. It's for children. Uh, there's adults who love it. <laughs> it's for children. <laughs> there's adults who go. And I know people who live in Orlando. And I've, I've been to Epcot. I've drank around the world. I'm not saying it's not a fun activity. What I am going to say is this almost feels like a beer for kids. Like this feels like, hey, how can we get kids like hooked on alcohol? Let's just make it this bubbly, sweet, almost soda-like concoction. It's the jewel of beer. <laughs> yeah, this jewel This is what, this is yeah. yeah, like yeah, imagine jewel was supposed to be different and better for you than yeah. cigarettes and then right. we found out it's so much worse. You're inhaling yeah. small chunks of metal. I feel like that's what I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out that Schafferhofer is terrible for you. Yeah, and then somehow the US is going to decide to restrict them from advertising as well. Yeah. I'd also like to lay out some of their advertising here, which I think lends support to my 24 24 year old weird 
I, he should be a German teacher, actually. Then, if he's an English teacher, <laughs> you're really going to build this whole character. I, it's fully, out. it's fully out, right? <laughs> if you think you know German wheat beer, you're in for a surprise. Oh boy, are you? That's accurate. Forget Bavarian beer gardens and Lederhosen. So forget everything about Germany that's good. <laughs> Instead, think fresh, sensual, urban. I feel like I'm being sold a hotel. It says feel the sparkle. That's, I shouldn't be feeling feel that when I drink sparkle. a German beer. Taste the unexpected. Feel the sparkle. This sounds like an, what ad, I mean. an ad for cologne. It's ridiculous. You know what's funny too is like this is a brewery that has a lot of history. It's been around since 1870. It's been bastardized. Yeah, this is... This is not the product that we should be starting off with. with them. <laughs> but this is the one. This is so yeah. okay. So here's what's wild about this, right? Yeah. So we, you might be wondering, oh, how did we end up with Schufferhofer in the good old United States? Because these historical beers, you know, they tend to get watered down. This bad boy isn't even actually most likely brewed in Germany. It's brewed in Connecticut. Well, I think we've said enough about you know what, <laughs> how this got to be. I want to I want to segue and why don't we segue from the can to the glass as well? Uh, if we must, like yeah. yeah, I'd like to see what this looks like. I hope it looks okay. I want to talk about I want to talk about stuff that doesn't work well together pop culturally that people keep trying to do. I realize that's kind of a vague topic, but you know, recently we talked about the Harry Styles uh, "Don't Worry Darling" stuff, which we know that didn't really work out. But I feel like there's a lot of things that happen in both movies, TV, and in music where they just try to jam two things together that don't mix. For example, uh, about four years ago, Blink-182 went on tour with Lil Wayne. (laughs) This was a horrible idea. Everybody thought it was a horrible idea. And within a week or two, Lil Wayne was tweeting insults at uh, people that weren't coming to see him because... These are audiences that don't have a lot of overlap, you know? And if you're wondering, I know that we're all wondering why Lil Wayne turned on those fans so quickly. But if you're wondering how this tastes, if it's any better out of the glass, I can promise you it's not. No. Those are just some brief examples. Vince, what okay. comes to mind when yeah, you think about things that don't mix? That we keep trying? Yeah. The, all right. So, I mean, I think for a brief second... One of the trends that I saw was like, it's like the, the country and rap. Oh, like big rich? Like not <laughs> big and rich? Not even quite big and rich. There was, let's see, there's been examples. Florida Georgia Line, who's country the way Taylor Swift is country at this point. Yeah. And they did one with Nelly, right? Which was Ride. So that one is probably as close to okay as you're going to get. But that's because yeah. Florida Georgia Line is just pop with a twang. And then there is one of the most hysterical songs I've ever heard, which I I think it's Tim McGraw, maybe, and LL Cool J. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know this one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's it's brutal. It is Accidental <laughs> Racist is the name of it, and it's Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. Uh, I'll give you some of the lyrics very quickly. Actually, the first thing that comes up is, this Brad Paisley LL Cool J duet is a horrible accident. <laughs> it's right in the title. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it is brutal. Uh, to the man that waited on me, all the Starbucks down on Maine. I hope you understand. When I put on that T-shirt, 
The only thing I meant to say is I'm a Skinnerd fan. I don't even need to hear the rest of it. It's not. It's not good. It's basically. Yeah. It's basically a defense of the rebel flag and yeah. the old South. <laughs> I'm just a white man coming to you from the Southland, trying to understand what it's like not to be. Jesus Christ. Okay, I just thought of one. This is an old school one. Uh, remember when Mike Myers and Kanye West teamed up for a PSA about Hurricane Katrina? No. You don't remember this? No. Oh my, yes you do. No, I don't. Okay, so this was right after Hurricane Katrina. and Was this at, before or after George Bush hates black people? This, this was when he said it. A huge the, cultural touch point. Yeah, so yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I didn't know Mike Myers. Oh, he yeah. was. That's so was, right. Yeah, so they, they're doing this thing. I think it was on SNL. And it was like this very somber, like, hey, we want people to donate money. Here's some entertainment. And, you know, Mike Myers is with Kanye West. And Kanye just goes off on what is we now know is mental illness. But back then it was just Kanye being Kanye. Mm-hmm. And he says George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's what and it was. Mike Myers is just standing there like ghost white. Like, I don't know what to say. You can't have picked right. a worse person to be in that position than Mike Myers. He's not even American. He's Canadian, and he's probably like, I don't know, he's got a point. Yeah, and, I mean, again, like, why did they think to pair those two people up? Like, that was a weird choice, regardless of what was said. And then it made for this infamous moment of, like, terror that like played to, out in public. Yeah. I like to imagine that that was a specific request by Kanye. <laughs> I want to be with Austin Powers. <laughs> Bring me Austin Powers. <laughs> and that might have... I i don't know this for a fact, but that might have been the same year Cat in the Hat came out. <laughs> I thought you were about to say that might have been the inspiration for the song Power. <laughs> no one man should They're have Austin Powers. <laughs> I did that before one of our IO sets. I fired up our team by rapping that whole song. Do you, you know the whole song? Oh, yeah. Wow. Actually, a man who... Just got married last weekend. Congratulations. He is a huge Marshall Mathers fan. And oh, yeah. If you played, ah, I think it was forever, he would stand on a table, take his shirt off, and rap. I can do that the whole one thing as well. in the middle of the, in the middle of a party. It was honestly... Y'all know me. Yeah, okay. It was fantastic. Yeah, we won't go into my rap side career at the moment, but... Yeah, this is not... <laughs> This is not good. I I will say, like, it kind of eases in a little more, like, after a couple sips. I'm trying to think of positives, but... Dude, I don't have any positives. I, yeah. I mean, it says German quality. I That's like me writing German quality on, like, a Saturn, right? It's yeah. not German. I don't care. I have to... I, I'm expecting to lick my finger and smudge German quality off. Like there's nothing about this that feels German. There's nothing about this. This <laughs> yeah. feels like what America usually does to nice things. We ruin yeah. it. We go and we we salt it down. It's like what a lot of people would say. I would say the office is not a good example of that because yeah. they successfully made it its own thing. But that was a problem in TV for a long time is Americans adapting foreign properties and just doing a terrible job because yeah. they're trying to make it fit American sensibilities, but it's different. Well, I also think I also think that since World War II, Germans have typically been depicted as evil people in American entertainment. Yeah. And how many not Nazi-related German properties can you think of in movies and TV? Like, 
I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Like I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, last night, and there's a hilarious scene in the beginning of the movie where, you know, Rick Dalton is in a you know a Nazi German like war movie. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino did it one of those, which was fantastic. But yeah, I just feel like every time like for a while when Germans would show up, they were either they were either evil Nazis or evil something else or obnoxious beer drinkers like in beer fest yeah beer fest that's fair that's yeah. one that's not nazi related but yeah. i would like to go on a little bit of a tangent here because tarantino that particular if you remember in glorious bastards yeah. it exists in a world in which hitler was successfully killed and assassinated yeah right it was very cathartic yeah. an alternate universe is there an alternate universe in which hoffer hoffer is good where it's just a nice hefeweizen yeah. with like a little a little touch of grapefruit instead of just half of the jug. It's- I mean, yeah. I so if you believe in the multiverse, then there's a universe for we're not, everything. We're right? not getting into the multiverse yeah. again. We've done that too many times. Yeah. This, this literally feels like somebody had a nice hefeweizen brewing, and then Kevin from the office brought his chili pot, but it was full of grapefruit juice and spilled it yeah. all in there. I can't think of a single time when, when I've been like pumped that grapefruit is part of something, whether it's as a part of a breakfast or yeah. part of, I mean, I don't drink a lot of seltzers, but of the White Claws I have had, I've definitely noticed the grapefruit one is the worst. And that one you're getting 5.5% at least. Like, yeah, at least that's going to get you going. This, this is a beer that not only tastes bad, it won't even get you drunk. It literally, I, <laughs> I cannot express to you guys enough how much it's like if kool-aid made a grapefruit flavor yeah shouldn't exist um can i tell you a story about my epcot drinking around the world experience have you done this i have not first of all i have a vendetta against disney adults i know i know i think the entire genre should not exist well i mean truthfully it's one of the main things to do if you're an orlando adult but i get that so there are 12 countries at Epcot, and I went with people that have done it before. They're like, you got to start in Canada. Why? Because that's like the most boring, worst country to visit at Epcot. I'm wait, not saying... Wait, why? Because because if you start in Canada, you end in Mexico, which is a lot more fun. Whereas if you start in Mexico and you end, end in Canada... It's not as fun. Well, let me yeah. Let me throw some defense for the boys up north. I'm, here. D- I'm not saying the actual country. This is at Epcot, okay? No, I know at Epcot. What? Right. what I, I mean, what, do they pump the AC all the way up, make it frozen or something in that little arena? And there's just not a lot there. I mean, Labatt, Molson. I had a Molson. That was the first beer that I had that day. Okay, maybe should have started with Labatt, but. I know. I know you're a Labatt guy. Uh, listen, I don't know what to tell you. It was, it was definitely one of the less memorable countries on the tour. But as you can imagine, once you get to the 12th country of the day, you're, you're pretty drunk. So Unless you're Carl and you were drinking unless you offer. Unless you drink 2.5% beers all day. But we were mixing. You know, we, went, we had wine in Paris. We had, you know, we had beers in America. But when we got to Mexico, we were pretty tanked. And we decided to do tequila shots as our drink. Perfect. And I got, I was so drunk that I decided I had to buy like a piece of merch. So I bought one of those like drug rugs, oh, like those God. like yeah. ponchos that yeah. are like very like 
you know, thick. They're itchy. And I didn't bother to check the size, so it was like way too tight on me. <laughs> and my friends were like, you're going to regret this. And just out of spite, I was like, I'm not going to regret this purchase. I'm going to wear this all the time. So for like two months, I went out of my way to wear it, and I hated it. <laughs> and then like six months later, I admitted to them like, okay, yeah, that was a bad idea. A bad idea, just like dumping grapefruit <laughs> juice into a half of yeah. I just can't get... So it's like... All right, talk to me about some Hollywood pairings. Let's go Hollywood pairings here in movies that you thought that everybody, including studios, thought that is going to be awesome, and then it was not good at all. Hollywood pairings? Yeah, so let's yeah. talk... I, what I, One that comes to mind is like, what's the one... Is that that's not a rival? Is that the one with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence? No, Passengers. Yeah, yeah Passengers. that's a great example. That movie's bad. Like, terrible movie. Creepy storyline. They yeah. don't really have much chemistry. But you yeah. looked at the two and you're like, oh, 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 oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see that. I mean, do we count Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell at Night of the Roxbury? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was just so awkward. I don't know if people were expecting a lot from Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, but I I wasn't surprised that that went down the tubes. Yeah, that's fair. Bottom line is it's it's just like it's not even two good things that are pushed together that make something bad. It's like one terrible thing. And they're like, no, yeah. no, no, we got to keep it even. We're going to do 50-50. That's yeah. a bad movie, 50-50. <laughs> I don't think of, it's a bad movie. Joseph Gordon- I know why you think jo- it's bad. Jo- yeah, piece yeah. Of sh- Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. and Seth Rogen. I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe well, Seth Rogen will like stay on, liking him. I'll stay on the Seth Rogen thing for one more, and then we can rate these. Have you seen The Long Shot? Is that the one where he is gets called out of the crowd to date is it Cameron Diaz? It's a no, singer. No. So it, he's a he's a speechwriter for the president who's Charlize Theron. Yeah. And they fall in love. So it's it's probably the most one of the least believable uh, falling in love couples I've ever seen. It's political the proposal. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But the difference is it's Seth Rogen. It's not two very hot people getting together. Yeah. It's one gorgeous woman and Seth Rogen. Let's wrap this up, Vince. What what are you giving this score? I, get, I like. I, how low am I allowed to go? I mean, you've given out a point five this year. I know. And so I, is this worse than that? I cannot. I, so it's it's going down easier, but I hate that it's fifty. I I think I have to go with a point five. This is brutal. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a a one point two five only because. It's still better than Emo Murmurs. No, it is yeah. not. <laughs> yep. Are you nuts? No question. Yeah. Emo Murmurs, God, Emo Murmurs gets such a bad rap. It is not that bad. <laughs> I'm yes, still talking about the Marshmallow how bad it is. is not great. They yeah. shouldn't have done that. They should have gotten that yeah. out of there. But every, regardless. Listen, the bottom line is this beer is bad. And don't Carl, drink it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, we're glad you still listen to our show. But yeah, this, this didn't work out. This is brutal. And like, Carl. If you would have done maybe orange, I might have been a little more amenable. Yeah. You know? But grapefruit. Good God. We should just make a rule, no more grapefruit beers on this well, show. Well, no, no, no. I think we should have a grapefruit beer. I think that's like that can be done well. And I, 
I'm not saying that there's anything positive about a grapefruit. Okay, I don't know. Dude, if we're going to do another milkshake IPA, we should do a grapefruit beer. We should just not do a half grapefruit juice, half beer. Yeah, this is, like I said, this is like a beer designed for children. It's also like, I mean, I don't even want to finish it. What's the point? It's two and a half percent. I've already burned off all of the you booze could, talking. You could probably drive a car drinking this beer. I don't advocate I, for that. I, <laughs> I would call the cops on myself, and then they'd laugh at me when they pulled me over. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad we are still having a good time. Um, if you liked what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Be Real. Are we going to be the first podcast on Be Real? We've already said that we are the first <laughs> podcast on Be Real, which threw me for a loop because I was unaware of that. Yeah, well, maybe we are, maybe we're not. <laughs> we're stuck in talks. Yeah. But until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. Thanks a lot.